You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. My job is to teach and train the people of God. And our church, our pastors, our deacons, the school teachers, uh, the Sunday school teachers, the bus workers, your experts, everyone, literally, you are constantly training. Uh, We could have some great dignitary come in here right now and uh, have them address us. I would not have to tell you how to behave, how to respond, how to welcome them. I wouldn't have to tell you that because you do all of that, your kids as well. Tonight we begin this series on music in the New Testament local church. I uh, taught us a a session on this for an entire semester to our school, and I bring several of those notes with me as well tonight, and we're recording it. We'll have our students listen. I'm teaching that same seminar this semester to students in the school and the college and a two-hour class on Tuesdays for two hours. And um, I'm looking forward to, I'll, even if they watch this tonight, what we're watching now, we're saying that, uh, I'll be in class and I'll be lecturing live as well. And I'm very excited about it. One of the books that we use, one of the many, is this book that's out of print. And uh, the writer was a big contemporary music person, and he wrote why I left the contemporary movement, uh, music movement. And, and tonight I want to say for our friends that love to find something wrong with every fundamental Baptist church. I just want to say something to you. You can do what you want. You have absolute, listen, there's all the spectrums. Uh, you, could, you can be, okay, we sing with no piano, no organ. We just sing a cappella. If that's what you want to do, it's your church. You're, I'm not irresponsible. And if you want to go over here and have every type of rock music, pop, you know, if that's what you feel you're supposed to do, then do it. But by the way, would you allow me, please, to instruct my people what we want? You say, well, yeah, but you're on the Internet. Well, don't watch. Duh. How hard is that? How difficult? Don't, don't be going online. Ah, Caper's at it again. You know, he thinks, uh, he thinks he knows it all. No, I don't. You're smarter than me, preacher. But, but the, the truth is, I know what I want from God for this church, for God. I do. I'm not guessing at this thing. I knew before I came here. Now, we didn't have contemporary music when I came here. But we're going to study about how, how all this came. You know, um, I want to read a, coup, a couple of verses and then bring you from the 1940s, 50s, 60s, just uh, real quickly before we get into this subject, and I'll actually hear, have you hear some music tonight and, and let you know where we're not going. Look what the Bible says in Ephesians. Would you read Ephesians with me? I, I believe this is going to be a blessing in the weeks to follow as we lay groundwork, and we'll, we'll actually get to, well, we'll talk about uh, 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 Ephesians 5, 19. Ready? Begin. Speaking to your, I'm sorry, I didn't give you enough time to get there. Ephesians 5, 19. Are you ready? Ready, begin. 
speaking to yourselves in psalms, And then if you'll go back, you can leave your, hand, leave your hand right there to the book of Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes, and if you could go to Ecclesiastes chapter uh, number 7. Ecclesiastes 7. And um, as you turn there, we'll get in another two weeks a description of that verse, speaking to yourself in Psalms. What does that mean? And hymns, what does that word mean? And spiritual songs, what does that mean? Singing, what does that mean? And by the way, singing is based off, God bases music off of chords, a triad, a dominant note, a third note higher, and a fifth note. That's called a, 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 a tripart music, three-part. And there are do, re, mi, fa, so, la, he do eight tones, but the first one and the last one match. And when you make music up, Brother Galvan does it all the time. He'll play a, we'll demonstrate in the week, so he'll play a one and a three, that's the harmony part, and a five, and then many times an inversion. And he'll bring a seventh down or something, and I'll have him demonstrate that for us. Read, if you will, Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse number 8. Do you have it there? Ready, begin. What I'd like you to do is to write down uh, two circles on the top of your notes tonight. And on this circle over here, put the beginning. And on this circle, put the end. The beginning and the end. Please learn some philosophy for our lives. I don't believe you start marriage without looking at the end. I believe you look at the end of marriage rather than the beginning. Everybody puts all their effort in the decorations and the dresses and the, and the suits and, and all the program and the music and the honeymoon. That's okay. But that's the beginning. What is better? The end of a thing is better. How do you want to wind up? I wasn't, I didn't have a lot of talent, but I, I, somehow in life I figured things out before we ever started anything. Uh, illustration. I have brought with me tonight manuals. The, these are manuals. We've never started any ministry here but that first it had a manual. And here is, this manual is nine manuals. It's the staff manual, a portion of it, the school manual. I can remember trying to establish the school. My wife had been a school teacher, and we decided as a church in 1976, and we voted, I think the vote was 56 to one to begin a Christian school. But I didn't know what kind of school we wanted. I, I, I thought we wanted a traditional school with a teacher. But ACE was a big program then. And I'm not against you AC people. I preached in a lot of ACE schools. But, but I, I, we researched that. We showed a 
strip uh, film thing, you know, a, a slideshow, and we showed that to the church. This is what it, you have a flag, an American flag, and if you want a teacher to come, and, and they, and all that business. And I said, I don't think for us, I want that. Mrs. Treber and I went to an old Victorian house in the latter part of 76, early 77, in San Francisco. It was a house that was completely restored by two great ladies that were historians. They're long passed away with the Lord. Um, and they wrote big red history books, I still have them, on, on America and on education, on teaching. We went up there for eight hours a day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It was so boring. They were all wrapped up in this education teaching. I was wrapped up in the church and preaching and soul winning and buses and all that. But it turned out to be one of the greatest events of my life. Every day at lunch we'd stop and they had a servant there that made a, just a, brought China in and we sat down there and they never charged us. And we had just a nice sandwiches and things and we got right back at it in the afternoon and then we went home. On Monday night, they said, now you have a homework assignment. And I thought, you've got to be kidding me. A homework assignment? I've been in this boring class all day long, you two talking, and I, I don't get it. Your homework assignment, you want to start a Christian school, right, Pastor? Yes, I do. Well, then you tonight have to write your philosophy. I said, what do you mean? They said, why are you having a Christian school? What is the purpose of that school? You know, that turned out to be the greatest exercise of my life in so many ways. Because I've never started anything after that point before. I, I did be, I wrote some, some rules in my own life and others before that. But nothing has ever been started without a rule book. You have to know where you're going. That night, I, I was frustrated, I was mad, I was upset. I was trying to figure out, what, why are we doing this? And I thought, okay, reading, writing, and arithmetic. Well, I can't write that down, because it said, just don't say we want to teach reading, writing, arithmetic. You've got to give me your values. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? And I, I thought, well, Americanism, they're big on it. And I said, no, they, they don't want that. And if you go into our lobby, there's a glass wall where it's etched in there, the purpose. Every parent gets it every year. It's on our website. The purpose of our Christian school is to train boys and girls for full-time ministry. That's our purpose. Now, do all of them go into full-time? No. So they're, they're not quality people to us. You're kidding me. They are, this church would die without our graduates. We have a uh, are we close to 500 graduates now, just our own kids, maybe over that? And 180 or over 200 are now in full-time Christian service. But you either go to full-time service or you support somebody that's in full-time service, your local church. And, and we, would, we would be uh, a world of hurt if our graduates did not sing in the choir, did not play the instruments, uh, would not run the buses, would not teach the classes, would not be involved. Our Christian school is our graduate. It's amazing. But we know what we're trying to accomplish. No parent can say, well, I don't want my kids in a school like that. Well, there's plenty others. 
Ours is about 3,500 a year. I can tell you two that we play sports against. There are almost 60,000 a year per child. And you're not going to get an inferior education. You see, I believe that. And so we have, we have we have a manual for. Uh, I have a manual for Golden State Baptist College. I have a manual for deacons. I have a manual for my staff. I have a manual for the ushers. We have a manual for the Sunday school teachers, the bus ministry. Everything has a manual. When I came here uh, in 1974 and 5, I began to write, I want to have Ten Commandments. God had Ten Commandments. He said you can run an entire nation on Ten Commandments. And I said I want to have just ten foundational rules for our church. I came up with 13. And we give that in every membership packet. We give it to everybody that wants to serve the Lord. One, you have to be a saved member of this local church. I wrote down what I really believed. And if you're going to be a servant and serve the Lord, you can just be a member of this church and don't have to do these things. But if you're going to be involved in, as a worker in the church, uh, you have to attend church. That's a novel idea. And I wrote it down, what that means, Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Now, we have a lot of folks, we have hundreds that come Sunday morning, that's it. Hey, they're my friends, I love those people. But they're not our Sunday school teachers, because a Sunday school teacher needs to be in church. And we're setting an example. Uh, we need to tithe in this local church. Where your treasure is, your heart to be. I watch when people begin to miss attendance. I know they're not tithing. They're not giving. It's true. There has to be a foundation. I know we're taking a lot of time on this tonight. You will get, you'll get enough information. You know what this is right here? This is one part of this building. This tells you about these steps. This tells you about the concrete that goes down here uh, about 25, 27 feet and all the rebar and how much concrete is in every pillar and how much it's tied off and how to tie it off. It tells you all the plumbing. It tells you the heating and air conditioning. It tells you the foundation. It tells you engineering of the, the, the big span from that wall to this wall where, where there's no post in between here. This, this thing, it, it, I guess I could, you can, it, it's pretty heavy, very heavy. It's full. And I can remember going through that and through that and through that. And I'd study this platform and we'd measure things out and we'd figure out, is this going to be, I can remember putting blocks down here and putting a pulpit here and figuring out what's the height of this and what's the dimensions and architects wanted a different size. We worked through all that. Do you, do you know that tonight, you don't build a building without a blueprint. You're going to start a business. So many of you people have businesses. I'll tell you why they're successful. You know where you're going. Before you, you, before you get over here, you have to come over. Now watch this. The beginning over here, the end in marriage. You start here, and by the grace of God, one of you is going to pass away, and, and that's the end of that marriage. But along the way, if you put little markers along the way, there are difficulties. And the difficulties are, are numerous. 
Sometimes there are health difficulties or financial difficulties or family difficulties or relative difficulties or job difficulties or the neighborhood difficulties or all, that goes on and on, an accident, a health situation, all those happen. But the beginning here and the end, the same is true in the church. Let's say this is what we read, psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. And let's say this over here is rock music. It's um, soft rock, it's hard rock, it's jazz rock, it's contemporary rock, but, and we'll figure out what rock music means. And, and, if, and it's all this kind of rock. You say, well, I don't want that in my church. Amen. Well, figure out what you want. You say, okay, I want good hymns and songs and spiritual songs, but I kind of like a little bit different sounds. I kind of like to bring in Elvis Presley sound. I kind of like to bring in a crooner. We'll talk about crooners. A crooner sound. I kind of like that sound. I'll demonstrate crooner sounds next week to you. They started crooners. Crooners, C-R-O-O-N-E-R. Crooners began in the 1940s. And, and we, most of us kind of like their music. Um, Frank Sinatra. You go to an Italian restaurant, you hear crooner's music. Oh, and the moon hits us uh, like a big pizza pie. That's, crooner's made that popular. They have a style. They train those singers how to be, uh, Elvis Presley was the 50s. But he, he joined in, he grew up in Tennessee with deep, and wide. He grew up with, I will make you fishers. He grew up with just a closer walk. With, he, he made the song, uh, shackled by a heavy burden. He touched me. Oh, number one song he sang was, He Touched Me. He grew up in Baptist churches in Tennessee. Just like Al Gore and his wife grew up in the area of Tennessee where they wrote all the children's songs. Fishers of Man, and Deep and Wide, and all the children's songs we sing, and they, they, they grew up with that vice president and his wife. We'll talk to you about what crooners do with music, and it, it's, it's it kind of, <laughs> I didn't hear it this year, and I'm glad I didn't. We didn't play it, of course, on our, i tell you one, I know, I'll play it for you next week. What you like, I know you like it, because my flesh likes it too. I will have a, let me see. How's it? Will I can't remember the words. I will have a. Yeah, you know, you know. Green Christmas. You want to try it again? You heathens, you wicked people, you. I will have a. Yes, blue Christmas. Elvis brought the crooners in with his jazz, but he introduced rock and roll. The 40s were crooners, came over to the 50s. I'll give you examples of it next week. The 60s was rock and roll. You don't have rock and roll. Latter part of the 50s you have it. Uh, the, the, the 50s were rock. The, the 50s were rock. The 40s were crooners. The 50s was rock. The 60s began to be a more graduated rock with the Beatles. 
as they came on Sunday night on the Ed Sullivan Show. I remember the night. And then the soft rock and jazz rock and hard rock began in the 70s and 80s and really went. But here's the thing. We're bringing that music into our church. So I, uh, I, these are from a couple years ago. Uh, I had a car that, that, that had, when I got it, XM radio for a while. And I, would, and I went to Christian music, went to four stations. And, and I want to give you some samples of Christian music. And just going to go through and through real quickly uh, uh, some of the Christian music so you can hear it. And uh, we, we will, we, I promise you'll learn something. But I got my notebook here, so it's lecture time. Um, and uh, uh, here, here's, we, we sing, I'm pressing on the upward grade. And I got samples, I, I got them one right after another, and said, just give me these samples. These are not the worst. These are not the worst. These are fairly good in comparison to the quote Christian music. Higher ground, I'd like you to hear uh, this song, if you will, that they haven't turned it up so we can hear it. Turn it up a little bit, please. Oh, that's what crooners do, by the way. I'll show you next week what a crooner does. They slide on everything. And rock music always has a driving beat. That's what they're known for. Because it deals with the body. Let's go to another one quickly. They say, well, I don't think you should be playing that. Well, you're listening to it. Um, never not God. Here, listen to this. Dreamy. That's why we don't give piano introductions that are 30 minutes long dreamy. Well, 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 I, I promise you stay with us. When I feel I'm failing, when I think I should quit, I'm always reminded Let's go to Thunder. These, these are Christian songs. But by the way, people can have them. If your church, I, I went to church the other day, it was Independent Fundamental for a funeral. And the choir was replaced and all yeah, those drummers up there and drum sets and plastic. And, it's true that he is the God who calms the sea. To us, words of hope and comfort. The ever gentle, tender prince of peace. Let's go to the song called Home. Brother Martinez, you and your wife and daughter sing, I am home, I see King Jesus on the throne. Just like the same one. This world is not what it was meant to be. All this pain, all this suffering, there's a better place waiting for me in heaven. By the way, stop right there. Man should not be singing breathy. Again, I'm going to go back next week to crooner music. Crooner music is not only sliding, but it's very breathy. Man should not sing, Jesus, keep me. Near the cross. That's sensual. This is God's house. You, you folks, 
We moved over here 17 years ago, August the 20th. Do you remember for the 10 years we drew these plans? And the hundreds of thousands of dollars we spent to get environmental impact reports and the book that they published? And every, after every service, we raised money for environmental impact report. And we raised money for all these blueprints and all. And you remember raising millions of dollars cash to build this? Do you remember that? We, we came over here. We had four panels at that time, two here and two down here. And we, we actually dedicated every panel to God. That's what we did. We didn't dedicate it to country music. We didn't dedicate it to uh, barroom music, dance music. We dedicated everything here to psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. We dedicated it to preaching. Here's a song that I want to hear. Fear is not my future. And I'm going to go quickly through several. I'm running out of time. I haven't got where I want to go, but I'm in no hurry. Very dreamy. I'm turning into faith. Watch him work it for your good. He's not done. I'll stop it there. That one gets really get going. How about this where they, they sing the song, God's Not Done With You? Sounds good. Don't introduce song introductions like this to me. Tell me with a dominant, dominant tone where you're going. We need to know. So used to losing, you're afraid to try again. That's not a man's voice. Right now you see ashes. Hey, hey, fellas, don't start bringing that into this church. Truth is that you're not forgotten. How about this song here? This song, um, Things that I'm not afraid of. When I am shaking, my heart's pounding. You always take me, make me lie down. See, here's a song, here's another song. Heart, heart of God. And they all sound good. And I'm not questioning the sincerity of people. And, and you preachers that think I'm mad at all these people. You say, well, I'm not over there. Yeah, but you're right here. Yeah, right. I know you're hurting. I, I know you're hurting. And most of the songs Go with contemporary music is about me and even my praise and my adoration. That's okay Go to have a, but now hold it. It's not about you. It's when I survey the wondrous cross at the cross. How about at Calvary? Songs that I, I sing the mighty power of God, great is thy faithfulness. Here's a song, here's a song, uh, and this has been a very uh, big song, Speak. Whispering, breathy. give you two more. I, I, I will rejoice. Good titles. It's a good thing to do. I will rejoice. Maybe we have that one or Maybe not. Maybe you're looking at one. You're looking at one. You're looking at one. You have no idea what God has brought me out of. 
You can't even tell when you look at me. I've been in a season of miracles. This is... And by the way, I don't question the sincerity of someone. one more you know what you know what sometimes some of this I, my flesh likes because I like music I like chords I, I like in chords that have inversions I like chords that uh, that uh, and music that takes you high and takes you low and there's br brother Martinez did that today I went back to the house where I used to live or the place. And I saw the same old crowd, but thanks to Calvary. Amen. And you know, I, I, that has ups and downs. That has tears of emotions, if you like. Man, I think of some folks where you've been, and God bless you. One more song, and I, I have so many more. Uh, Trouble don't last always. right here these you say well he chose the worst in the Christian radio realm I think these might be some of the best brother Brian I, I you know what he, he could write the book he he was a star in contemporary Christian music a writer all those things and I I've prayed about it I thought Lord I would never want to offend Brian but then I thought I don't even have to pray about that because he loves the old hymns of the faith. God's done a great work. Just because some pastor or some Christian might like this. Now, I want, I want you walk with that, that crowd. You'll become that crowd. But I don't want you becoming mean-spirited toward people. God has not created us to be angry at one another. And mad at one another, and just acceptance of one another. No, we have to we have to take a clear position of what we believe. But someone has the right to believe other than that as well. And they're going to answer to God, not me. I'm going to answer to God, not the, for my life and and the things I've done in my body for God. But I believe over the next many weeks, by the grace of God, we're going to see that. There's always a creeping into the church. Jude said that. When I gave diligence, Jude says, to write unto you of the common salvation and to exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith. For there are men that have crept into the assembly, verse 4, they creep in unawares. Wrong theology is constantly creeping in. How we do church, 
the authority of the New Testament church. And, and you're, you're, I, 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 I bristle at this. You may not bristle at it, but I do. The authority of the shepherd. The shepherd is responsible for the sheepfold. And the shepherd doesn't buy into every ism from the sheep. The sheep need to follow the shepherd. Say, so, boy, that must be nice to be the shepherd. I don't like it all the time. I don't always like Brother Fenera having to be the final authority on some things. You're in the principal of the Christian school. Sometimes you'd like to run away from that, I would imagine, wouldn't you? Yeah, sure you would. I don't want to ever be a harsh shepherd, a hireling shepherd. I want to be a kind shepherd. I grew up in a church with a wonderful shepherd. But my dad just believed that we should follow our shepherd. That is almost impossible in any New Testament local church today. I know of churches that are available that are looking for pastors. I got a thick file of people right now needing churches, pastors in their churches. Talk to a church today. But the issue is, in many churches, they say we want a pastor, and the pastor will be under the authority of the deacons. That's not Bible. You say, well, man, you, it must be nice to be a pastor. You don't have to listen to anybody. That's what makes it hard. Because I have to listen to God. And I have to care for my sheep and think I'm overdriving the sheep. I'm overpushing the sheep. I don't think the sheep are ready for this right now. I'm, I need to back off and wait. I need to make sure we have good. Uh, there's a reason I'm preaching Colossians on Sunday morning right now. Because I want it to be a book of warning to us. But encouragement as well. I'm just getting started. I'm out of time. And so I really didn't even get through my introduction with you tonight. But I'm going to try to explain to you this movement that started particularly in the 20s, 30s, and 40s, we had the big bands and big orchestras. And the orchestras were really great, predominantly because they played chords and always had a dominant lead note. Now, some got out of hand. I understand that. And dance type things. But the orchestras were great. Oh, many of them. But then we moved to this new, breathy, sensual music. And I'll show you what they say. That's the purpose of that music of the 40s. And it was really kind of nice. I like going to an Italian restaurant because they play a lot of that crooner-type music. It's cool. But I don't think it's right for the Christian. It's putting you one step away from your beginning and not where you want to wind up because it leads you to the next. And then we bring in country, our country rock, our country soft rock, and we merge it with crooner music, and that's why we're sliding on, on all the notes. 
and, and not here. You people are so great the way you say. But I also don't want Christian music as dead as last year's Christmas tree. I don't want to stand up here and have, if it's not going to move you, it's not going to move them. And sometimes, and I'm all for what I ask you to do tonight. Let's get with it. But I'm also wanting the people that are here, if you've not bowed your knee and probably not shouted over it or wept over it, it's probably not going to have them shout or weep. If it doesn't move them, it's not going to move you. Well, how do you give an invitation? Because we're not even starting. But maybe God's speaking to you about something. Let's stand together, shall we? Our Father, I pray that maybe just perhaps someone is burdened about not so much music, but the end of the thing. We've been careless. And it would be my prayer that, God, we would become very serious about the direction where we're going. Are we, are we raising our children with a clear end in view? Graduation from high school, graduation from college, leave father and mother, cleave to their mate. Are we raising them with that purpose in mind? Our heads are bowed with children. When they leave your home, the end of the thing, you never stop being a parent. But when, 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 when you've let go and you've given the hand in marriage, and, and do you want them to leave your home with integrity and, and how to speak and posture and eating habits and how to be expressive and do you want them to, how to handle money and how to be thrifty and how to save and how to be a soul winner and how to read their Bible and how to pray? Uh, do we want them to know how to treat a woman, how to treat their mama, how to treat their sister? Are you training that? Is it mother and dad? Are we? Have you looked at the end of the thing when that that son of yours is going to be gone from your home in three, four, five years? That daughter that you're you're we're, we're all. Teenagers and above in here, are, are, you, are, are, you, are you ready to release? Have you done your job? Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.